Hi, listeners, and welcome to Did You Bring Earplugs, a musical misadventure with four malcontent maleficents. Mm-hmm. I'm Julian Suga, and joined as always by Mike, Sasha Atto, and Jillian. Oh, I should have said my last name. I'm the only one that didn't say it. No, I said my last name. Oh, oh, oh. Half of, uh, a solid half of us have last names. Clearly, I'm not listening. The other two are a single entity known as Mike Jillian. Yeah. Uh-huh. Million. Oh, wow, Aww. Mike. We have a friendship name now. Aww. Aww. That's so sweet. Isn't that cute? Now it's gross, but okay. So if I if I bundle you guys together and kind of wring you out like a towel, will money come out? Will we're a both million marrying dollars? Sasha No, now. we're both yeah, poor. We're, you guys are both going to marry me. You'll yep. get a bunch of lint out of us, maybe. Lint. Lint worth a million dollars? Lint Very chocolate. valuable lint. Lint chocolate, yeah, I was going to say. Lint Lindit. chocolate. Lint chocolate. Yummy. Anyway, folks, so yummy. Uh, what, are we, what are we here to talk about today? Albums. Albums. Music uh, albums or like photo albums? Music albums. Guys, do you want to see a picture of me naked when I was a baby? No, God, no. No, no I don't know. That doesn't feel don't right. Don't put us or the listeners through that. Too bad. Here it is. Ew. So today we're here to talk about uh, albums that we listened to in high school that have stuck with us to this very day mm-hmm. in uh, April 2018. In April 1863. That's what day it is. So who wants to go first? Mike, you, you are clutching in your sweaty yeah, little mitt. Why are you like... <laughs> Holding it. I'm, I'm just Handing showcasing it, it is all. Mike, you know. is, Mike is show and telling his album choice. Um, yes. like show and tell, indeed. I yes. elect him by default. Mike, take us, take us on a nostalgic journey through Little Mike's oh. wondrous world of high school teenery. So I listened to a lot of stuff, but the second album I ever bought was Red Hot Chili Peppers' Californication, and that one easily was the most played album of my teen, of my youth's years, youthful years. Would you say that since you were a teenager, you've been dreaming of Californication? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. New fresh-born unicorns. Mm-hmm. Is that a lyric in that song? Yeah. Oh, the, the lyrics are, um, they're very hit or miss. There's some really good lines in there, but fresh-born unicorns, nah, that's not one of them. Uh, oh, what's the one that I do like here? Holding out the booklet, guys. Got out the booklet. For for so you can imagine it in your head, uh, listeners. He's he has the the CD jewel case, uh, CD jewel cases which haven't been seen for millennia. It's still fresh. He, he's got it's it. Still he's fresh. got it cradled in his hot little lap, <laughs> and he, and he's he's clutching, trembling, uh, very 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 small. Yeah, I have very the small nos- trembles. The nostalgia trembles. <laughs> just just staring <laughs> at those liner trims. notes. Uh, oh, the chorus is good though. The first line is "Destruction leads to a very rough road," but what, it also what song is this? breeds yeah, creation. Uh, Californication. Oh, it's okay. The the titular track. Yeah, so it's like I said, it's hit or miss. I think their lyrics overall are pretty solid. There's some, there's some songs like "I Like Dirt" that you know you could <laughs> you could skip those, but other than that, I there's like some great dirt. tracks. Is is that I love Savior? Is it a uh, spiritual kin to uh, Descendants? Uh, I like food. Food tastes good. No, where Anthony no. Kiedis just screams "I like dirt" over and over again. Or coffee mug. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. So a few more lyrics than coffee mug. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, not much else to say. I mean, I've always listened to them. I still listen to all their new stuff. I have really. Not. That's yeah. a lot of music to listen to. It is. Yeah, it Wasn't is. Stadium so Arcadium like eighty thousand songs? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> twenty two hundred songs yeah, to wow. be exact. Yeah, spanning seventeen albums. Damn, seventeen compact discs. Wow, wow. Mm-hmm. 
Um, have you seen the Red Hot Chili Peppers in concert? No, they're definitely on my bucket list. Yeah. I definitely want to see them. I, I feel like you got to get moving soon. I think yeah, one of them may die. Soon. Yeah, they will die. Anthony Kiedis is looking like a uh, dried up piece of beef jerky lately. He does. Does he? <laughs> no. And not in the Sad. cool, like, I've been embalmed from years of drug use like Iggy Pop. He's He just looks like he's withering away a little bit. Mm-hmm. Flea's still on top of it, though. Flea is definitely, uh, Flea, I, I believe, would definitely be embalmed from the inside out. I'm actually, I, I, I'm kind of interested to read his his memoir that's coming out soon. Oh, yeah. Mm. That would be interesting. Yeah. Um, other, I mean, we'll keep it brief. Other than that, my runners-up would be uh, the National uh, Alligator. Um, that one in my youthful college art scene days was at the top of my most played albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gorillas also as a youth, you know, in graduating, like right before graduating high school, that one I listened to a lot with Clint Eastwood. And that was the self-titled? Self-titled, yep. yeah, from mm-hmm. 2001. Yeah. Uh, other runners up would be Mars Volta, the Mars Volta, D. Laos and the Comatorium. Previously covered on yeah, Did You Bring Airplugs? From from, yeah, Televators, Inertiatic ESP. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wilhelm Screen of Ruiner was a really great album, too. That was more early college days. But they were like a more more polished punk band, I think, compared to a lot of other bands on the Nitro record label at the time. Sure. Um, a few follow-up questions. Um, have you ever gone out in public with a sock on your wing and nothing else? No, no, but I hear some dudes through a concert that way before. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, second follow-up question. Um, how do you think Will Ferrell balances acting, producing, and then also drumming in the Red Hot Chili Peppers? <laughs> <laughs> Very eloquently. Yeah, mm-hmm. if there's one word I would ever use to describe Will Ferrell, it would be eloquent. Uh, yeah, totally. um, sub-question to second follow-up question. Do you think um, his time drumming for the Red Hot Chili Peppers Red Hot Chili Peppers is what inspired the drumming scene or the drumming um, uh, uh, subplot in uh, Step, Step Brothers. Brothers? Oh, absolutely. I don't know. We'll have to ask him. Only, only God and Will Ferrell. All right, Ferrell bring knows. him in. <laughs> Guys, Will? Ah, Will Ferrell! I'm <laughs> screaming a lot. By the way, we forgot to introduce Phoebe. Yeah, we that. could just have her go, you know, fly over to him and ask him. She'll do it pretty quickly. Come back to us. Phoebe, could you astral project to Gary Sanchez Productions to see what uh, Mr. Farrell's up to? Thanks, Phoebe. Much appreciated. She phased through the door. <laughs> I don't know why she used the door. Like, she could have just phased out of the wall, <clears throat> just, like, in, into the ether. Um, ghost like stairwells. I think ghost like stairwells. Oh, they, you know, that, that, that's fair. They're always standing. a good hanging out just spot. Just kind of hovering at the top of stairwells, <laughs> yeah. just kind of yeah. being yeah. ominous. Yeah. Just yeah. being a dick, tripping people, or, you know. Dick tripping. <laughs> the, the icy chills when they walk through you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Ghosts are total trolls. Well, Mike, I think uh, I think we need to collectively make a point of getting you to a Red Hot Chili Peppers concert. Yeah, and we can do it like like high school style, like like you know. Jillian, I'll wear my Jinkos. Jillian and I will act as your parents, and uh-huh. you can sit in the back, and then we'll be like, all right, we'll be sitting here in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. I'll be, God, the, high, I'll be the high school girl. I'll be the high school girlfriend for sure. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Just hanging on to you. But but like with your back to the stage, just like trying yeah. to like just like because like you don't feel like he's paying enough attention to right. you. So you're just right. like, Excuse me. Mike, this music is too loud. Mike, Mike, oh my God. Mike, my feet hurt. Sounds like a great time, guys. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Mike, <laughs> they're people, not chili peppers. It's false advertising. If I licked one of them, would I? Would it be spicy? Depends where you lick. <laughs> Do you think yeah. they're like a serrano <laughs> or like a habanero? Habanero. Mm, they're pretty right, pretty white. I would say jalapeno. If yeah. Anything. Okay, so let let's play a little game. Let's play a game called Red Hot or Chili Pepper, where you assign a chili pepper to each of the members of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. Hmm. J- and and just for 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 brevity's sake, you got Anthony Kiedis, lead singer. You got Flea, the bassist. You got Habanero, Will Ferrell, the drummer. Carolina Reaper. John Fiorisante. <laughs> Ghost guitarist. Pepper. Uh, what was the last? John Fiorisante. I'd say Serrano or a Chipotle, like very, very uh, mild. mild, but in-depth flavors. Yeah, yeah. yeah very good. Go. Very, I, you know, I agree. I agree. And, yeah. Next. Uh, sorry. W- uh, one last question. Actual genuine question, not being a, a goofball. Um, al- uh, track highlights from Californication. 
Uh, I would say, yeah, for sure. Uh, parallel Universe. Other side, uh, Californication, and Savior. No Those scar tissue. Favorites. That one's good. That one's good. What it's year ubiquitous. did that album come out? I mean, out? there like, there are so many good yeah, tracks on here, but if, if we're oh. just talking like, you know, two or three, yeah. And what year did it come out? Uh, nineteen ninety nine. Hmm. Hey, that's when my pick is from Whoa. We are all of similar ages. Give or take. Jillian's old baby. Old oh, baby. Jillian's four years old. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, going down the line, Sasha, why don't you take us away? Sweep us up in your nostalgic atmosphere. All right. Um, so I'm cheating a little bit, um, mostly yes. because I I feel I was thinking about it today or like last night and today, and like I feel like I didn't listen to a lot of albums when I was in high school. I feel like I was mostly just listening to like singles. You were like, singler, singler mingler. Yeah, like top 40 music and stuff. So I, I feel like I didn't really get into albums until like college. So I'm picking a song, uh, an album from a band whose song I definitely liked and listened to a lot when I was in high school. Um, and I am picking the Arctic Monkeys' first album, Whatever People Say I Am. That's what I'm not, right? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Um, so, yeah, like, that song, I think the first time I heard of Arts and Monkeys was actually when they were on SNL, um, which was, I was thinking about that performance today, and, like, (laughs) I remember it being, like, awkward, because I think, like, at one point, I think during A Certain Romance was the second song they performed, and the first one was I Bet You Look Good on the Dance Floor, Mm -hmm. um, but the second song, (laughs) at one point, Alex Turner, like, says, that man just yawned. Like, it's really <laughs> I do, Yeah, I remember that now, yeah. <laughs> I think they're, like, not welcomed back to SNL, or I'm not sure, I'm not absolutely sure about that, but I feel like they were, like, for a bit, like, banned. Um, do you remember who the host was on that episode? Oh, shit. It was, like, I remember it being a female. That's all I remember. Mm. Um, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's such an Alex Turner thing to do, <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, yeah, like he was like taught like there was like an interview like later on where he was talking about how he never like w- looks at the happy faces in the audience. He's like, I always see everybody that you know the people that are always happy. And I always see that one person that's just like <laughs> <laughs> bored, <laughs> <Yeah>. complacent. <laughs> so yeah, um, but anyway, um, so yeah, this album in particular, it 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 is, I think of their discography. It's one of my favorites. Um, I started listening to Arctic Monkeys a lot um, in college, and um, I think when I started listening to them was around when, um, before Humbug came out, which came out in 10 years ago this week, actually, last like the last few days. Happy anniversary, Humbug. Yeah, seriously. Um, and yeah, it's it's just like a really... It's definitely, if you listen to their entire discography, the difference in, in their sound is kind of monumental, but it still sounds like the same band. Um, they have a lot of great, like, jauntier, kind of, like, fun, dancey songs mm-hmm. on this album, um, but also, like, when you listen to the lyrics of some of them, it's actually kind of, inti- like, When the Sun Goes Down is a very, like, kind of intense song when you listen to the lyrics and stuff. Um, this is also the era of really like interesting music videos um, for this band. I mean, they have a lot of interesting music videos, but but yeah, um, I think that part of the reason I picked this, this album in particular is because I think it really did like inform my music taste as I got older and started to really, really dive into music. Um, I started to listen to a lot more bands like in a similar uh, with a similar sound around this time. so um, And they are one of my favorite bands. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 
I just found out the host on that SNL episode was Matt Dillon. Oh, so I was wrong. It was, not a, woman. It was not a woman. Oh, I think the reason I thought it was a woman was because when they did the promos, Amy Poehler was like the one doing the promos mm. with them. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. Okay. Anyway, interesting. And of the two <laughs> guests on that episode, Arctic Monkeys have definitely had the more consistent oh, yeah. upward trajectory. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, yeah, uh, I feel like uh, that album was sort of the um, entry point for the... British invasion of the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there were a lot of rock bands that kind of followed their sort of aesthetic, but, mm-hmm. you know, just mm-hmm. kind of stagnated and, you know, didn't really have a lot of original sound on their own. And Arctic Monkeys were a totally. band that always innovated after that. Yeah. But yeah, listening to that album, you can hear how young they are. It's so crazy. Mm-hmm. His voice has changed so much. Like, <laughs> it's so, it's a completely different voice. But yeah, it still sounds like the same band to me. Like, you can tell it's the same person, but it's just like, all that smoking just <laughs> <laughs> made his voice get deep. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Track highlights? Yeah. Um, I would say uh, When the Sun Goes Down, um, I really love The View from the Afternoon, Fake Tales. A Certain Romance is still one of my favorite songs of theirs. Yeah, it's, it's, it's such a good, it has such a great, um, like, climax. Yeah. It really does. It's just and like, it has the, the lyric, tracky bottoms tucked yes, in socks. Yes, yes. <laughs> I love it. Just so adorable. <laughs> it's charming Brits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So wh- when was the first time that you saw Arctic Monkeys? It was last year, actually. Which is oh crazy, because like, they have been like my favorite band for so long, but I just, I, I haven't really... I started going to concerts a lot more around when AM came out. Mm. And at the time, I think I, it was just too late for me to get tickets to that show. But I, I definitely would have gone if like I had someone to go with. But yeah, yeah um, last year, last summer. And they were never not massively popular. Yeah, like I feel like the first album like definitely was pretty big. And I feel like they kind of lulled a little bit after that until like AM. Like I feel like Humbug was pretty big, but... I feel like AM is when they just completely blew up. Because yeah. I think they were always big in the UK, but yep. like here I feel like they had like I Bet You Look Good and Dance Floor. And then after that, I was kind of like, kind of knew about them and kind of remembered them. But then like, you know, if you were living in London, they, they're still so fucking yeah. huge there. Like it's insane. Yeah, I remember seeing a video, a live video of them doing a certain romance at a huge arena in mm-hmm. the UK mm-hmm. and maybe yeah maybe they weren't playing shows quite that big in the US right. but, uh, and they were like head, they were already like headlining Glastonbury and stuff when they like first came oh out too God. which is huge um, that's like such a huge festival over there so yeah do you still have your did you have Arctic Monkey CDs I'm assuming I did have one I think uh, I think I actually the only one I got was Humbug no but you I had AM I remember seeing AM in your car before oh did I yeah well I don't know if car. I had the AM CD though Maybe mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. I honestly don't remember, but yeah, I think Humbug was the first one I got. So how did you listen to the their early stuff? Um, like early streaming because they were big on MySpace. Um, uh, MySpace. like they were they were pretty big on MySpace, so I think that's that's like the first time that I really got to listen to them. But I think I was only listening to like I Bet You Look Good and and like maybe Fake Tales. Ah, right, um, singles. Yeah, the singles. <laughs> so.
All right, Jillian, what have so, you got for us? Take us on a take us on I've, a trip back I've to. I've changed mine. Like right now? <laughs> yeah, well, I changed it a few minutes ago because I was like, that's not indicative of something that has stuck with me. Um, and so now it's a tie between funeral and mm. neon Bible. So Ooh. you could just go with both. Honestly, both, I know. It's the same, you know, both same came out in my teens. Mm-hmm. And both have stuck with me. I think it's formative music. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to stand the test of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if gun to your head, forced to choose between the two. <sighs> well, you know what? I was looking because nope, I was like, nope, look, no, 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 no. Nope, I'm going nope. to explain it. I'm going to explain my, my damn self. God damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, here's the thing. Funeral is an incredible first album to put out. Yeah. yeah. Right. Really yeah. Is, yeah. Um, and so many of those songs are like very nostalgic and stuff. But I started looking at uh, the track list of Neon Bible, which is often kind of forgotten about, I think. Yeah. No, it, like I feel like among their discography, it's the most derided. And well, honestly, yeah. my favorite no, songs are on this album. So, you know, what? I'm going to say something controversial and I'm going to say Neon Bible. With the exception of um, what was their last album? Oh, uh, uh, Creature. Yeah. Uh, everything now everything now which yeah yeah, i think was pretty much universally not liked yeah yeah (laughs) there's a few songs off of it that i can like bop around to but other than that there's nothing lasting on it for me yeah um jillian what about oh i agree what what What? about yours oh yours would be neon Neon bible Bible over it yeah yeah i would say the the thing that always keeps me going back to uh funeral is crown of love Mm-hmm. That song just wrecks me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I cannot listen to that in a vulnerable state at all. <laughs> and whenever I start it, I'm like, oh, should I listen to should this? I keep oh, going? It's already, it's already started. <laughs> all right, here we go. The, 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 the tip of the dagger has, has touched yeah. your heart. It's just whether or not just, you're, you're going to let it go. Am I going to let it go in yeah. or not? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then on Neon Bible, it's just... No ugh. cars go. No cars go. Oh, that was keep the, the car running. I love mm-hmm. Keep the Car Running. Um, I remember my sister and I driving around, and they released that as a single, mm-hmm. and it was only their, like, it's like their sophomore album, so. Well, Keep the Car Running, they was on their f- debut EP, even before yeah, Funeral, think, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and then they re-recorded it for Neon Bible. Yeah, and I, I remembered having heard it around, and then they released it as a single for that album. Wait. Huh. Maybe it was No Cars Go. They released both of them. Well, one of them precedes Funeral, though, and I can't remember which one it gotcha. was. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. in that vein. Gotcha. I'm looking right now. Um, oh, it was No Cars Go. Okay. No Cars Go is, like, for me, second to Keep the Car Running. Yeah. Keep the Car Running. I agree. Keep I remember the Car the Running just has such, like, a great, like... Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. exact. And you yeah. want <laughs> to hear it again and again, and it was before streaming services, and I didn't have the album, so me and my sister would hear it come on the radio, and we'd be like, Jaya! Go oh, get it. And yeah. we'd like blast it. And we'd be like, oh my God, we get to hear this song right now. Like I miss feeling lucky to get to hear songs, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Mm-hmm. I love that. Now I that mean, you l- literally have it, like you can play it as soon as you think of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's a great option too. But like that's such, that's something that I look back on and I'm like, oh, so many great times have come from like your favorite song coming on in your car with your friends. Slight, well, that's, slight sidebar. That I, I remember that feeling goes so far back for me, far back enough to where I was, I think, in grade school listening to Radio Disney and waiting for them to play the theme song from the Power Rangers. <laughs> but it was like it was like a version that had like le- like more lyrics, but then also like sound effects from the show. It was so oh, dorky. <laughs> Well, I yes. think that's why like playlists are great too, though. Mm-hmm. Like you can make a big playlist and put it on shuffle, and then when it comes on, you're like, 
It's like yeah. music. It's like music tantric now, or like tantric music listening now. Yeah. Like where you, yeah. like you, you are purposefully holding off from hearing the song that you want to hear just because mm-hmm. like the anticipation of it makes it more gratifying. Yeah, right. Totally. Yeah. Um, so many of those songs are like that, but especially keep the car running. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, such a. It's an experience to listen to. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, intervention is incredible. Um, it's like one of the first songs I learned how to play it in guitar. Because mm. oh, nice. um, it's so easy, but it's also, I think, a very powerful song. Um, and Anarchist Television Blues. Is that is, I think, maybe song. my favorite song of theirs to, to this day. Oh, oh wow. it's nice. so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I listen to that song and I can never just listen to it once. I have to maybe repeat it three times. Nice. Ugh, it's That's so, so good. so good. And it's so packed with like yeah. real things. It's a story. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and Windowsill is also the, the wrecker of that album. Again, mm. if I start listening to that, I'm like, should <laughs> I finish this or should I enjoy my day? Um, <laughs> Or just wait till tonight and just like cry myself to sleep. You never know. Yeah, it's a nexus know. point of yeah. sorts, an emotional mm-hmm. nexus point. <laughs> and I don't know if you've ever like done a deep dive on Arcade Fire into the YouTube universe, but um, <laughs> I have many times. And they did a warm up before a show to My Body Is a Cage. And they mm. do it completely acapella. Every single member in the band, which is like, there's 20 people, <laughs> <laughs> and it is haunting. Like, that sounds amazing. It's haunting and it's sexy and it's perfect. And I'm like, wow, how did you get a band together like this, full of such qualified musicians? Mm-hmm. Well, so I, I, you were talking about deep dives. I don't know if you knew this, but Arcade Fire actually—it's like cats. Like, if you are able to make it on stage with them, you are a member of Arcade mm-hmm. Fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so did you ever see Arcade Fire around that time? Uh, not around that time. I was too young. Um, I did not have the money to buy. Because they were, th- I think, they weren't really playing smaller venues anymore right, to yeah. where, you know. By Neon Bible, they were playing pretty big venues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw them for the Reflector tour. Nice. Um, was that the black tie one? That was the one where he literally wore a reflective suit. Like, he came out, there was a DJ mm. set that yeah. opened, mm-hmm. and he came out during the DJ set covered in a, like, a suit of reflector things, mm-hmm. and people were like, who is this guy? And he, like, danced in the middle of the crowd with everyone. I'm Wynn Butler. Oh uh-huh. And then he, like, got on, like, he escaped the crowd. Everyone's like, all right, bye, reflective guy. And he, like, got access to the stage and took his thing off and was like, hey, see you guys soon. And we were like, oh, my God, there's one butler. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, I farted in my vicinity. Mm-hmm. But I, I wish I would have seen them on the suburbs tour. Yeah. That, uh. that did not come out in my high school days, so I can't mention it here. But it is one of my favorite albums of all time. I think it's completely perfect from start to finish. I've run marathons to that song. Oh, my or God. Or that album. Um, and one, of it's, my, uh, one of my favorite songs is from that. I love, um, oh God, why can't I think of a thing? Uh, the Sprawl, uh, Sprawl 2. Sprawl 2 is one of my favorite it's songs like of all time. It's like one of my favorite is songs. Mountains Beyond Mountains? Uh, yes. Yeah, I love that song so much. There's a remix that they, that was like commissioned by Arcade Fire. Like they had uh. it happen and it is the catchiest thing I've mm, ever, nice. ever heard. Mm, yeah. Mountains Beyond Mountains is so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've only seen them once, but it was for the Neon Bible Tour. It was at the Greek Theater in LA. Nice. Uh. Yeah. Um, it was... It could have been terrible and ended up being really fun because I was supposed to go on a, a first date to that mm. concert and then the girl canceled like really like super loud. Like I was literally on my way to pick this girl up and she oh canceled oh. and then I but I ended up oh, taking man. my cousin from Mexico City and gave her, a, a, or, you know, like brought her That's in on an experience great. that was entirely singular. Yeah. Yes. Here's some That's flowers, cool. cousin. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they were for my date, but she... 
She bailed on me. They're, they're soaked in tears. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think if, if we're talking suburbs, I think between Sprawl 2 and We Used to Wait, those mm-hmm. have to be my two favorites. We Used to Wait. Yeah, I feel like funny. Funeral kind of changed the landscape of, of rock music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, it did. I've always kind of wanted to get that album cut, but the... The hand. The hand oh, tattooed. yes. Like, I mean, you're already covered in hands. Might as well yeah, just I know. Going. I should get another hand. Yeah. Roll, hand Roll the threes. For, for the listener, mm-hmm. Sasha has acquired two hand tattoos recently. Yeah, two Not hand tattoos. Not tattoos on her hand, but tattoos of hands. Of hands, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. I, might, I mean, roll on the threes. Might as well. And then the tattoos that are on her hands are of feet. Yep. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, sorry. Did you already say track highlights from Neon Bible? Yeah, I think I went through them. <laughs> I would just be repeating myself Just again. the all of them? Do, do you want me to pick a, a tight two that would be my favorite? Give us that TT. Okay. <laughs> the TT would be Anarchist Television Blues. Please, Jillian, parentheses, Anarchist Television Blues. Don't you even start with me today. <laughs> um, and Windowsill and Keep the Car Running. Uh, that was a tight three, or, or a lied. slightly looser three. It was a very loose three. <laughs> Um, there is a fan video of uh, My Body is a Cage that I think is set to the closing scene of The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, or some mm. uh, older Western film that just fits super duper well. Interesting. Um, yeah, love it. Love it. Good choice. Uh, cool. Yeah. So, my choice, uh, also a 1999 release. Um, I'm also cheating a little bit because this is an album that I did listen to while I was in high school, but it wasn't my favorite of this band. Um, and I really only developed a very deep love for in, uh, the kind of, um, the subsequent years, but it's AFI's Black Sails in the Sunset nice. that Mike already mentioned and really ticked the wind out of my sails. <laughs> Get it, sails. Um, uh, Black Sails in the Sunset is AFI's fourth studio album, also in Nitro Records, as Mike also previously mentioned, and really took the wind out of my sails, right? <laughs> like sails, like uh, in the sunset. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it was the the second record of theirs after they kind of started uh, adopting more of a gothic aesthetic. Um, their first two albums were definitely steeped in the East Bay hardcore punk scene. Um, weird channeling of Reservoir Dogs on one of those albums. Um, <laughs> but that aside, um, Black Sails... Um, Black Sails is like if The Cure grew up in the East Bay in the late 90s and decided to be a punk band because it just drips with atmosphere. And uh, yeah, I, I think even at the time, Davey Havoc was kind of going for a Robert Smith type look with like really long ratty looking Mm -hmm. hair and just very very pale all of the time Mm -hmm. and some leather um but yeah this is the album that would uh that preceded uh their breakthrough album which was the art of drowning that would come out um not even a year later um you know with like their most popular uh single from that time which was girls not gray um and it, it makes sense to me. Uh, Black Sails in the Sunset is a much more aggressive, much harder album than Art of Drowning, but I think it holds together a little bit better. It feels very cohesive, um, and it's got some just really killer tracks on it. Um, this was, I think, I don't know if it was their first album with this lineup, but it was maybe the the most memorable uh, of the, the kind of dual guitar team of um, Jade Puget on guitar and Hunter Bergen on bass. Um, and then also features, I think we talked about Tiger Army last recording session. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. But um, Jeff Kresge, who used to be in the band, mm-hmm. um, supplies some backing vocals and bass. And it just, it has some of the best, like, shout-alongs. Um, mm, that for sure. It's like a remnant holdover from, like, their more hardcore punk days, which would kind of go by the wayside for Art of Drowning and a lot of the albums after that. Um, man, uh, yeah, this this album is gets me really pumped. Um, but it, but it's also pretty dynamic. There are some softer songs on it. Um, two of which are actually my, my track highlights, but, um, yeah, during high school, I think I was really obsessed with art of drowning and sing the sorrow, which I think that came out the year I graduated, but, um, those albums were definitely more accessible. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know why I never got into black sales at the, uh, you know, upon first listening, but, Mm. uh, digging into it in later years, it's just, uh, it's kind of, I don't think there's a dud on it. Um, uh, I I would say God Called and Sick Today is like, um, the, it's that still is a great a track. track highlight it's for me. It's still a great track, but I feel like it, you know, winds down at the end of the album. 
Let's do mother pattern for me. Murderous filigree. I'm caught in the twisting of the vine. Go sin with ivy climbing. Ignore and leave for me. Closing is, track. Yeah, it no, the album down. is mixed perfectly. It's the, it's the warm there are down no, track. Yeah, there are no. You can't critique. Does that it. opening guitar perfectly. lick of God Called in Six Eight not give you chills? Yeah, that's true. And the register of Davy's voice on that song is, uh, it's like butter. It's like butter. Um, but yeah, that my, so my track highlights after Mike shit all over it was God, <laughs> God Called in Sick Today, which is the closer. Um, Malleus, jeez, Mal- I don't even know how to say this. Malleus Maleficarum, which yeah. is the fourth track, and uh, Closed Smoke Catharsis, which yeah. um, is the middle track, kind of the centerpiece, but also, also kind of a slower song. Some great um, gang chants and and whoa woes, um, which is oh like such God. a such a playful thing for such a self serious band. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're great. I, I put on that record. So I, I used to put on that record while I was driving Lyft for the eight months that I was driving Lyft when I was like really really tired to like mm-hmm. wake myself back up. And That's I would band. usually make sure to only play it in between giving rides. Mm-hmm. But there was one time when I was I was picking up a guy from UIC Medical Center. And I, I just, for whatever reason, just left the album on. And he was like, man, this is really great. It's like, this, this is really good like music to like, work out to. And I was like, yeah, probably. I wasn't working out at the time. So I was like, yeah, maybe. Whatever you say, fucker. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was, I was glad to have that, that small point of connection with that, that stranger over this album. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I never got to see AFI during uh, this era of their career. But um, I, <laughs> I saw them a bunch. And... W- went to great lengths at times. Um, so I, I lived in Southern California um, in the South Bay and three friends and I drove all the way up to Bakersfield, which is like mm. a five hour drive each Jeez. way. Mm. Um, it's the, it's the, it's either the armpit or the asshole of California. The asshole doesn't really line up geog- geographically, but mm. like the, the, uh, it's not a good place. Um, but yeah, it was, it was totally worth it. We almost died on the way home and almost ran out of gas on the way home, but uh, totally worth it. Totally yeah. punk rock, man. Punk AF. Mm. I. Ah, <laughs> good, 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 good one. Full good of one. good jokes today. No. <sighs> nope. Good. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so on each episode of Did You Bring Earplugs, we give you a little homework. We give you a little bit of tarea for you to do in your listening time. And that's, uh, we, we're going to recommend some songs. We still don't have a segment title for this since we've gone weekly because um, I am bad at thinking of segment titles. Um, but we'll just call it recommendations for now. So let's go reverse order. I'm going to go first. Okay. And Julian, what's your recommendation? Well, thank you for asking, Julian. Um, so I wanted to recommend a song kind of from this era, um, but uh, pretty drastically different than AFI, um, which, you know, if we want to be reductive, is some white people music as fuck. Um, so I went with a, a song that was sort of my entry point to a lot of uh, the hip hop that I would listen to in the subsequent years, which was uh, Rock Cocaine Flow by De La Soul featuring MF Doom. These are the times, unlike them, we grab gems. So systematically inclined to pen lines without saying the producer's name all over the track. Yeah, I said it. What you need to do is get back to reading credits. Read the medics alphabetically stuck on that English shit. Now, but now, before, before, that's your shot. Your rock, okay, bro. From the top of the key for three villain. 
Been on in the game as long as he can really swing. Turn the corner spinning, bust that ass and get up. Dust off the mask, rub a laugh, give him a head up. He got jumped, it pumped his adrenaline. He said it made him tougher than a bump of raw medicine. To write all night long, the hourglass is still slow. Flow from hellborn to free power like Lil Cole. And still owe bills, pay dues forever. Slave. Um, this is off of um, their 2004 album, The Grind Date. It's the closing track on the album, and it is a pretty wild departure from what De La Soul's music generally sounds like, mm-hmm. which is very bright and very positive and very upbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, they were known as kind of the hippy-dippy band of their very hippy-dippy crew, which was uh, the Native Tongues Collective, um, of which like Tri- Tribe Called Quest, Queen Latifah, Busta Rhymes were a part mm-hmm. of. Um, yeah, uh, so I was actually gonna pick a, a song off of Three Feet and Three Feet High and Rising, which is my favorite album of theirs. But the majority of their discography is not on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. Yeah, it's it's kind of disappointing. But <clears throat> that aside, uh, the song is like really dark and kind of brooding and aggressive. Um, they're they're operating in a space that I don't think is character- characteristically them, but it fits really well. Um, the production is really really pretty spartan um not super bass heavy but it 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 fits the song and um mf doom on the track is like uncharacteristically energetic like he's a very low energy rapper Mm -hmm. to the point where it just sounds like he's vomiting (laughs) not even vomiting like the type of vomiting that you do when you're half passed out and it's just kind of dribbling out of your mouth like that's how it feels a lot of his lyrics are delivered Mm -hmm. which is like a really delicious image for everybody (laughs) um yeah it's just it's a really great track um i don't have much more to say than that Jillian, what do you got for us this week? Uh, This week I'm going to recommend Takeover by 100 Waters. a lot her voice or the effects that she usually puts on her voice um sounds like water (laughs) i don't know if that's a weird thing to say it sounds like one but it's such a soothing ethereal sound what does it mean that she sounds like water like it's like i guess like the tone the tone of her voice is cool and kind of refreshing Mm. Mm -hmm. cool yeah so that's what i think of when i think about her music um, I think she was, or I think like Chance the Rapper used one of her songs. Mm. Uh, I could be wrong about that. Someone did. Um, but she also, I'm pretty sure she also sings that song Blanket Me, which I also really, really love. But Takeover, um, there's like so many different elements to that song. It ends in a place that, I don't know. I know where to expect it now, but when I remember listening to it for the first time, I was like, very surprised at every turn that the song took. So interesting. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Good recommendation. Sorry. One more time. Uh, what by Hundred Waters? Takeover. Takeover by Hundred Waters. Nice. Sasha. Um. So I decided to go with the um a song from the same band that I picked for my. Um, oh my God. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I picked for my my album. Um, uh, from their newest album, I decided to pick the song "American Sports" by Arctic Monkeys.
new album is like probably my favorite of theirs. Um, and this song in particular, it's like probably the shortest song on that. Sorry, album. Sorry, Tranquility Base, Base Hotel, Hotel is your favorite. Is your favorite? I would say it is. Yeah. Interesting. I, I don't I, know I mean, why. I do not disagree. I love that album. It's so good. I don't know why. I just I I go back to it so often. And like I think there was a point when it first came out where I was listening to it like every day, genuinely. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know what it is. I think it's just a really unique. It's so unique for them, but also just like. Um, there's so much depth to it. There's a lot of work was clearly put into it. Um, and for some reason, this song in particular, it's like the shortest on the album. And it there's just something about the piano that I love in this song. And I love the ending. It has this like really like kind of surprise guitar like <laughs> shred. And it's really cool. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I really love this song in particular. Um, in general, this album, Alex's voice is, uh, it's, the vocals in general are just great on this album, and I love them on this song in it, particular. Yeah, thinking about it while you were describing it, it almost feels like like it would have been an Alex Turner solo album mm-hmm. because it's so so much of a distilled a distillation of his process. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think the fact that it is a collaborative work um, yeah. elevates it certainly. Absolutely. I, that's that's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, because as as you described, you are a pretty diehard Arctic Monkeys fan. You have mm-hmm. a, an Arctic Monkeys tattoo. I do. Um, uh, but yeah, it's 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 pretty different. Interesting. Yeah. I, I, I learned something. I really something don't know today. why. I just it's just really good. It's very seductive and it's very it it's very immersive. It's weird, like weird how it makes me it calms me down too. Like it's I listen to music that I need that because <laughs> yeah. I'm an anxious person. And I think there's just like something, there's like a lull in it that, that makes me feel really relaxed. Um, it's just really beautiful lounge music. And I love it. So. And I don't usually listen to that type of music. So I think it's just, yeah. Nice. I like the departure that they took. Mike, wrap up this week's recommendations for us. Yeah, so I'm also going to cheat by recommending a whole album rather than a song. Oh. This. Wow, you're week. really cheating. Um, That's like a big time cheat. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but so this fucking guy. It's uh, the XX's first album from 2009. I'm sorry, so, you can't. It's ten I'm, years old. I, Mike, I, I, I gotta <laughs> hold your feet to the fire, and I gotta have you recommend the song from this album. Yeah, just recommend the song from the album. Why can't you just do that? Uh, all right, VCR. I mean, I love the intro into VCR. Mm, it's just, it's chill. Sure. That that's a wonderful um, car ride. Yeah, mm-hmm. the song is. This album is song. also ten years old, right? Yeah, just yeah. Turned ten. Thank you, Spotify, for suggesting it. I have not listened to it in a while, and it's yeah, just been listening to it a lot this week. And their newest self-titled as well. Yeah, that's really great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh, that's a band that has had surprising longevity because mm-hmm. the, the the music is not deep Super it's very yeah. basic there's not a lot of frills to it yeah, yeah I, I think it's really well structured though you know oh yeah so, no like, the songwriting they, is very tight yeah. i guess the band members all met um <clears throat> at elliot school uh which is you know uh the song members met inside elliot gould is that what you said <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah they were they doing like at, an inner space no, thing inside of elliot, elliot gould? school yeah, totally. in putney england um you know, and got into music at that time. Putting. Hot Chip also <laughs> came from that school too. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. I love Hot Chip. Yeah, That's I've cool. been listening to a lot of Hot Chip since Rory talked about them. Nice. And I've been quite enjoying it. Yeah, their new, new album is really good. nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, that's all. All righty. Well, uh, four good recommendations, four good trips into the back catalogs of our minds, and memories. Right, guys? In the corners of our minds. Yep. Wild. Wild how they... It's crazy. 
make us remember stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Give you the nostalgic trembles, the trems. The nostalgic jumbles. Chumbies. Uh, folks, we are officially O Fish Alley on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Woo. Round of applause. We did it. We made it. Looks like we made it. Look at all the platforms we're on, my baby. Um, so, <laughs> Shania Twain. Is it? Is it? Yep. Looks yeah. like we made it. Let me mm-hmm. see. So if you love Shania and if you love us, um, take a trip on over to Apple Podcasts. Or can you rate things on Spotify? I probably should have looked this up. Um, more importantly, though, um, you can give us use, a like. Yeah, give us a like. Give us it a follow. A little heart. Still give us a little heart. <laughs> still the still the one. Still the pod I listen to. Um, yeah, give us a follow on Spotify. Give us a rating on iTunes. Um, be very okay. candid, but don't give us any less than five stars. Um, not iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Jesus Christ, Apple, you're really throwing me for a loop. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, um, those ratings are super duper important. Um, so if you wouldn't mind, just a few words, um, a few kind words for us. Please. It would It would really, really, really help. Please, we love you. Um, before we go, we want to thank the band Modaf um, for supplying our theme song. Specifically... Josh Stanley. Josh Stanley from Modaf um, for our wonderful, wonderful theme song. Um, you can find wonderful. out everything about them at, is it Bandcamp first or Modaf first? Modaf. Modaf.bandcamp.com. That's M-O-D-A-F-F dot Bandcamp.com. Um, check, if you're uh, local to Chicago, check out any dates that they might have coming up. Um, and Don't download miss their em. music. Don't miss them. And listen to them and everything. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at DYBEpod, and you can email us at DYBEpod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Our inbox is just updates from Instagram and Apple Podcasts, and that's really depressing, and I would love to see some listener mail in our inbox. So if you could, don't be a lazy bastard. Write us an email. No, wait. First, review us, and then write us an email. Yeah, in that order. Um I think that'll do it for this week, guys. Anything else you want to say? Any parting words that you want our listeners to listen to? Enjoy the summer while it lasts. Because it ain't going to last much longer. Because we're all dying tomorrow. Anyway, for another week, I've been Julian on behalf of the Did You Bring Earplugs podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Looks like how far we pod my bodies nice nice